It's time once again for the Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast with your hosts, David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Worship Ministry Catalyst is a resource for all worship leaders and team members serving in the local church. Take a seat at the table and join the conversation as David, Kevin, and their guests discuss all things worship, from team dynamics to technology to song selection. Feel free to poke fun at David's hair, talk football, or bring up other topics that have nothing to do with worship. We want to add your voice to the conversation. Find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash WMCatalyst. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Worship Ministry Catalyst. Or just head over to worshipministrycatalyst.com and drop a note in the comments section of any episode. And now, it's time for the show. Hey! So are we starting? We're going. Whoops. Hi. Hey, everyone. Hi. How's Hi. it going? We have a very, very sophisticated official start to every podcast. You know, <laughs> it's just like, just like you see in the movies where they count down five, four, three. And go. That's yep. how we should start doing it from now on. We should. So, 161 episodes in, we think we finally figure some of this stuff out. But nah. yeah, it's, it's real. It's raw. It's who we are. It's true. And you you might notice there's this mystery voice. No, there's a third. Voice. There's a third voice, and it's not. It's not that one of us has multiple personalities. Multiple. Oh man! <laughs> Cue the X Files thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh man! <laughs> Um, no, we have a special guest with us, um, Zach, Zach Hicks. Zach Hicks. <laughs> I thought it was Zach Efron. Well, you didn't. You, well, well, I guess I'm uh, young. Yeah, you mm. know who Zach Hicks is. I do not. I don't even know who Zach Hicks is. Oh man, uh, Zach Hicks is a country star, right? Country singer. Oh, that explains it. <laughs> yeah, I don't listen to country. 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 What was Zach's name on Saved by the Bell? Was Zach's last name? Oh boy. I don't know. He was, he was the um, uh, the good-looking guy, right? Right. Yeah. Always <laughs> called timeout and like everything would stop. Right. <laughs> I do like that you just you called him the good-looking. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> Zach Morris. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I I didn't know how to reference him. Oh. <laughs> uh, Zach Hicks, isn't he? I think you're wrong. There's a lot of famous Zachs. And Hicks. Dave is looking it up right now, but he's not. Oh, he's a worship leader. Oh. What's... Maybe he's listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Zach. He's listening. This is me. They're talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, if you're listening, please Zach accept Hicks. our apology. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We're sorry for calling you a country um, singer. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was, maybe he still is. He was a worship leader at uh, Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church. You know, Dr. D. James Kennedy's church down in uh, oh, in uh, Florida. I I got I got no. nothing. You never nope. watched D. James Kennedy? On, nope. Nope. No. Okay. Man. <laughs> well, wow. We've, we're off to a great start. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so far, this is a great episode. <laughs> anyway, um, no, we have a special guest with us. Uh, Zach, not Zach Hicks, not Zach Morris, not Zach Efron, but Zach Shoot. Hello, um, Zach. Would you? How do you spell your last name? Uh, S H O O T E. There's a, there's a little bit silent yes. e silent and silent e. Um, Zach, why don't you uh, introduce yourself for our listening audience? Share a little bit about who you are 
and uh, maybe share our connection. Okay. Okay. Our special connection that we have. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am Zach Shute. Uh, I am. I've been going to Kevin's church, Laurelwood, for about five or six years now, and I have been learning piano from Kevin for the past about three years. Uh, he's been not only teaching me piano, but what it means to be a worship leader in our church. Uh, about two years ago, I decided that I wanted to be a worship pastor and um, eventually steal Kevin's job <laughs> at Laurelwood. Right, so that, that's kind of the on the ongoing gag with Zach is that he's going to steal my job one day. He's gunning for your position. Uh, yeah, he's, totally. He's coming. In fact, didn't you put in your calendar like uh, the year 2027 yeah, or something? Yeah, I think it's 2024. 2024, that, okay. And also our, <laughs> our senior pastor, uh, Mike, he was, he was saying, you know, I don't know when I'm going to retire either. And I was like, well, good news. We decided when you were going to retire. <laughs> so... So what's the plan? Mike retires in 2024. I take Mike's spot and you take my spot. Is exactly. That, is that, okay. Okay. No, there exactly. we go. We yeah. got it all figured yeah. out apparently. Yep. <laughs> the elders don't have to worry about anything. The transition is all planned. Yeah, it's all figured yes. out. Yeah. October 14th, 2024. Steal Kevin's job. And that's also Columbus Day. <laughs> is that a Sunday? That is a Monday. Well, so you're going to give him the one I'm gonna last give him the Sunday, last Sunday on the 13th? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I get one final Sunday and then Zach's going to come <laughs> in and just steal <laughs> Now, how did we arrive on that date, 2024, October 14th? Because you made a post that said that I've been at Laurelwood for nine years now, and then you put hashtag nine more years on Facebook, uh, and it was that day. So Okay, so I nine, nine years from that yep. day was October 13, 2024. Yep. Um, so it'll be 18 years ready to move on into senior pastor. Senior pastor. Right. Role. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, well, we got it all figured out. Um <laughs> <laughs> and and Zach, currently you are um, you're almost sixteen, right? Yes. Your birthday is in a couple weeks. Yes. So don't be surprised by his voice. He may sound older than both Kevin and I, right. but he's not quite there yet. Right. But he's not a kid. Apparently, not not a kid. Not a kid. Apparently, I called him a kid on a previous uh, podcast, yeah. and I I apologize. I was offended. He was greatly offended. You've got so a kind of voice where you could do like voice. Do you have a voiceover voice like for? Yeah. I might have a voiceover voice. I'm yeah. not. I'm not 100 percent sure. Can you give me one of those, like, like coming soon? Yeah, like a coming movie trailer, soon. like uh, theaters <laughs> in a world, <laughs> in a world, yes. in a world covered by darkness, in a world desperate for hope. <laughs> there was one man who could save it all. <laughs> I always wanted to be that guy. I never had my voice. <laughs> I remember way back in the day when Hollywood Video was still around. Remember Hollywood Video? Yeah. Um, I worked there for a little while. Did you really? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Hollywood Video? Yep. The one on uh, right by church. Oh, right by Laurelwood, yeah. Um, where was that one? It's, obvi- it's not there anymore, obviously. No, the AMPM. Um, and there's that shopping mall behind. There was the, a Hollywood Video there? Yeah. I, th- I for think a long, I long remember time. that. Yeah. yeah. Poor Hollywood Video. Redbox yep. and Netflix and all those yep. places just yep. made just, it obsolete. Yeah, is yeah. Blockbuster still around? I think there's a couple. Okay, but there's by and large, they're gone. Oh and, man, oh, man. Yeah. yeah, Why spend five bucks for a video when you can spend one? <laughs> True. <laughs> right. Or when you can spend ten dollars a month and have yeah, four instant, or five or six. Yeah, instant streaming. Anyway, no, but I was going to say I remember way back in the day uh, when Hollywood Video was relevant, and um, they had commercials. 
uh, uh, Zach, there's these things called commercials hmm. um, that used to play to kind of get you to buy their products. Because I know now you just kind of you know skip through. You just bend um, I do have Hulu, so there is still commercials. Okay, on Hulu. there's commercials yeah. on Hulu. All right, which <laughs> like, is even I like worse. How he says, I like how he says, I still have yeah. Hulu. Like, yeah, like Hulu like, is this like five-year-old technology, <laughs> and you know it's it's a little bit outdated now, but I yeah, still watch it. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, this is taking way too long. All I was saying was there was a commercial from a Hollywood video where they actually had the guy who does all like like eighty percent of the voiceovers mm-hmm. for movies, and um, you know that there was like a customer. Uh, the gag was there was a customer looking at you know a movie reading the back of it and it was this voiceover uh, of you know the guy describing it but it turns out he was actually standing right there you know behind the guy and uh and it's like yeah hollywood video you know we take care of you or we know our movies or i don't know something like nice. this yeah it's 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 it speaks to the commercial that you actually remember it was for Hollywood Video. It's true. Well, no, what surprised me was the guy looked nothing like he sounded because you've heard his voice. Yeah. Everyone's heard his voice on the movies. It's this short little bald dude with a mustache. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, wow, I really expected you to be like a big, like, giant man, um, but he's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, the funny thing is, like, you, you know, you think of those guys as having this, like, big, deep, like, uh, uh, what's the guy that was in Field of Dreams? Kevin Costner? No, no, the other guy, uh, the writer. He was. Um, I don't know. Uh, anyway, they, like you, you think of them as ha- having this big voice that's commanding all the time, but oftentimes it, they don't. They just they have this really nice large condenser microphone. They get right up on it and they can talk really. Low. Yeah, and they just have they, the mic picks up enough, and they just crank it up. You know. Yeah, little, yeah. So throw throw a little like, bit yeah. of reverb on there, yeah. and you're good to go. So anyway, anyway Zach so, is here. So Zach is here. So this is what happens, Zach. This is <laughs> we come and we we're going to talk about something, and then we just kind of go off. And on, it, it, it takes us about ten minutes yeah, or fifteen that squirrel, minutes. To get squirrel, th- squirrel, squirrel. I am problem. a podcast listener, so I do know that that is a great portion of yes, most of yes. your podcasts. Yeah. Yes. So not only is Zach a future worship leader at Lorewood, he actually listens to our podcast. So win-win. I'm yeah. special. Um, no, but we wanted to have Zach on the show because, um, uh, you know, Dave and I were talking uh, a while back and just talking about, you know, some of the um, some of the the things as worship leaders that we, you know, work with and work um, work towards. And, and you know, I, I've spent... Uh, you know, I, I've spent time working with Zach and I've spent time working with him to, you know, train him and, and kind of give him ideas. Uh, he's actually leading worship this Sunday. Nice. So if you're in the Vancouver area, although this probably won't post before Sunday, will it? It, it may. Okay. Yeah, well, it may. Anyway, if you're in the Vancouver area on November 29th, <laughs> um, come, come to Laurelwood Baptist Church. And, Autographs uh, only $5. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. And uh, no, we don't charge admission for uh, church. Oh, autographs, he said. Oh, autographs. autographs. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought he said, I thought he was saying that like it costs $5. Like there's a cover charge at the door, you know, <laughs> like to come into church. Minimum <laughs> offering. Yeah. <please. laughs> Minimum offering. <laughs> um, anyway, so Dave and I were just talking about, uh, you know, some of the things that, that, um, that we do as worship leaders and, Raising up, you know, next generation leaders and raising up future worship leaders is definitely a passion of mine. And so I was like, well, hey, what better way than to have a future worship leader on the podcast? Um, so, Zach, can you um, 
maybe share with us uh, in the time we have left um, because we it's about three minutes so make it three, quick no um and we could probably even just uh, do a couple episodes of this um but zach can you share with us um just a little bit about um you know some of the things that as as a as a young uh not a kid as a young True. potential worship leader um, some of the things that that you've discovered, you know, because I mean, you're only 16 and you're still kind of discovering things and, you know, we're working together. What are some things that, that you've learned, some things that you're wanting to go forward and move towards? Oh, wait, so when did you turn 16? I am not 16. No, 15. Kevin's I mean, lying. <laughs> almost you're 16. Almost 16. Yes. When do you turn 16? December 4th. So you were born. I was born in 1999. 99. I did it. He, I, you made it. He made it. Yes. He made the cutoff. Yeah, he I, was almost a millennial baby. Yeah, but <laughs> I did it. I'm still a '90s kid. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> By like three weeks. Yes. <laughs> Man, that would have been cool though if you were born like January first, two thousand. Right. Man, that's like, like a at right at right at twelve oh one. Oh man, you know somewhere in the world yeah. someone was born yeah. at twelve oh one. I know somebody who got married in, t- in the year 2000, just so it would be easy to remember their anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> How many years have you been married? Oh, uh, 2000. <laughs> Where are we at? 15, 15 years. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is Zach. Share. I don't remember the question. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> you said, like, um, things that I'm looking forward to going into in worship ministry? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Right. I don't right. think that's exactly what I, I said, but that's like kind of what I heard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Why don't you, yeah. Just share some of the things that you're, you're sure that you're looking forward okay. to and that you're wanting to kind of right. grow and discover as a future worship okay. leader. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, I've been leading the youth band for a long time, uh, at Laurelwood. Well, and, you you got to qualify long time because long time for well, some people is like ten years. Oh well, yeah. well, I I said that I was there only like six years. Okay, so I mean long time like one third of my time, so about two years, maybe three years. I've been uh, in. I've at least been in the youth band at our youth group, and which uh, for a, a teenager is an eternity. Right, yeah, well, right, exactly. Yeah. That is That's a, a big, long time. Yeah. To that me, is a big yeah. deal. Yeah. <laughs> and so. Um, I've really enjoyed that, and I enjoy um, also like this week at I um, at our middle school youth group. I actually got to teach the lesson, and um, so I'm learning like every bit of worship, being a worship pastor together through going to Laurelwood, which I really enjoy, and um, I just really enjoy leading the youth band, and I have a ton of fun doing it. And um, it's Sunday it's, mornings aren't as great. No, <laughs> Sunday mornings are. It's it's pressure, man. It's a lot. Of, it's lot that to is that worship leader, man. He's yeah. like, oh, so I just can't do it yet. It's too much, too yeah. much. But the um, there is there definitely is a different vibe of being with the youth group, um, especially with the middle schoolers, because none of them are really ashamed of um, of worshiping God, and you see them all just like dancing, jumping around in the crowd. And that's, it's amazing to see that all of these people with free spirits and that I get to be, I get to take part in that to see all of these people worshiping God and me having the privilege of leading it as well is amazing. And I look forward to doing that every single week. That's interesting. You said ashamed. Ashamed. 
high schoolers and middle schoolers aren't ashamed to mm-hmm. worship God. I said middle schoolers. Middle I schoolers. wouldn't say high schoolers. <laughs> the high schoolers yeah. definitely are. <laughs> no. So, um, I don't know. I, explain I, yourself. Explain yourself. You've been caught. Um, I think uh, maybe even more so with my age group, it's kind of an in-between phase of mm-hmm. getting out of puberty and moving into adulthood and you don't really know your place in the crowd and you kind of worry about um, what people think of you mm-hmm. and even maybe what God thinks of you while you're um, doing that. And uh, it's it's confusing in that phase. It was confusing for me for a while of finding my place in the crowd. And I still haven't found my place in the crowd, nor will I ever find my place in the crowd, I don't think, because I'm kind of every place in the crowd. But anyway, um, uh, there's just something, maybe it's because we're at a Baptist church, I don't know, that um, people kind of lack passion when they're worshiping God, and they don't really um, engage in it, and don't seem to... um, I, I don't. I don't even know where I'm going this with this. Really, you know, um, it's just hard knowing what is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Should I go crazy in this crowd, or should I just kind of stand here and uh, mouth the lyrics? You know. So. Hmm. Should you? Should you? Yeah, I think they're. It's a good question. It's something to think about. Maybe uh, I shouldn't steal the answer. Oh crap! <laughs> we were talking about earlier if I could say crap on this or not. No, I said it twice. He, no. he said it twice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. You you you're officially off. I'm uh, off. No, you're good. Bye guys. It was Bye fun. guys. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, you're you're bringing up kind of an idea of your your age group feeling like you know, do do I engage in worshiping God or your age group saying? Do I just sit idly and kind of passively and just mouth the words, yeah. you know? And and I, I mean, I think that's a pretty common thing in youth in general. I mean, you know, you, you sometimes see those those youth that are, you know, just really on fire for God. Like they've had just a, a, a genuine experience, you know, that genuine encounter with God. Um, but <clears throat> the, the issue that I've seen is you know, there's the quote unquote mountaintop, right? Like you'll go to camp mm-hmm. and everyone's like, Oh my gosh. Yep. I love God. God is awesome. God is awesome. <laughs> and you know, that lasts for a few weeks uh-huh. and then it's like, all right, we're, we're, we're back to reality. And so, you know, I, I think, um, you know, that struggle for any youth, whether it's you as an almost 16 year old or as a senior or even as a college student, you know, that, that struggle for, for any student is to be able to say, you know, uh, what, what is my foundation? You know, what do I rest in? And, and do I believe in that uh, enough to, you know, not get emotional about it and to not emotionally, you know, engage in an experience, but to actually engage in reality. And I think that's probably the, you know, the biggest thing I've seen with, you know, kind of your generation, uh, it's a very, uh, experiential, emotional type of thing. And so you're, you're dictated a lot through, emotions and experiences um and one of the things i've appreciated about you is for you to say okay i have a foundation and my foundation is you know jesus christ and this love i have for him and this desire i have to worship and so out of that foundation you've been able to push through i think what a lot of other youth haven't been able to you've been able to push through kind of the 
awkwardness and do I mouth the lyrics or do I engage? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because you have a genuine foundation of love for Jesus. And the hard thing is for other youth to experience and get that same foundation. Right. I think you're in a youth worship leaders in a, are in a, in a really unique role. And they, I mean, by, by nature of the fact that you've worked on a skill and become proficient at a skill, you have you have credibility, right? You have clout with the people yep. that who probably in the audience have wanted to learn a similar skill and not had the patience or follow through to be able to do yeah. it. And so it kind of puts you in a de facto position of influence. Um, one of the things that I think, you know, Kevin and I could probably both share share experiences of in the past, you know, um, when you're in when you're in a uh, non-multi-generational worship experience, I think it's a lot easier to have those really uh, emotional uh, high kind of, you know, that's yeah. because, you know, we experienced them in high school and we experienced them in college, you know, yeah. the times you, know, you had with Forgiven Much and, and even in some of our chapels. But we're all, we're all, we're all there. We're all like yeah. three years within each other's age range. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all going through a very similar life experience. We're all going basically on the exact same journey. And so it's easy for us to have these emotional experiences where we're all on the same page. Now you step out away from that and you, you step into your Sunday morning worship and you've got not just teenagers worshiping alongside 80 and 90 year olds. You've got people who uh, are walking through uh, through very difficult circumstances and it's all they have to be there on Sunday, you know, let alone try to offer some form of worship. You have people who are, are going through the best time of their life. People who are up on the mountaintop, people in the Valley. And then, uh, we want to, we want to compare this experience of everyone like-minded, like journey worship experience with our, our, multi-generational worship which i know you guys really focus on doing intentionally there at laurelwood and it's not you know it's literally literally is apples and oranges yeah um yes yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a different model it's a different beast if you will you know mm-hmm. um and you know i i think with 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 any model you know um you know not that there's a right or wrong one but with any model you need to strive to do it well mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> and you know, again, I think for, for the youth, you know, w- one of the things that, that I recognize, you know, with the youth in general, not necessarily at Laurelwood, but just, you know, youth in general, being able to take root of what they believe, you know, not just a, an experience. And I think Zach's a guy who's done that, you know, and, and done that well. So final final thoughts, final words here, Zach. Um, w- just as we're talking about this idea of, you know, uh, youth kind of taking root and, and being able to you know, worship in meaningful ways, not necessarily emotional, expressive ways. What, uh, what advice or what thoughts or what words of wisdom would you give to any youth who are listening, uh, as you know, as a youth yourself? My words of wisdom. Wow. For the day. Let's see, <laughs> um, <clears throat> what I, <clears throat> what I had to learn was, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of your love for God, no matter where you are. And that's really all that matters. If you love God, he's going to give you that, um, that confidence to be able to, um, serve and worship him in that service. 
that's the only reason that I can uh, when I'm um, like the first one to stand up in the in the service. Um, the only reason I can do that is because I feel like God is telling me to. It's nothing of my own ability going like, oh, I want to stand out right here. Let's do that. And um, you know, all that I'm doing is worshiping God and doing what he tells me to. And that will take you so many places and it will take you where God wants you to go. Mm. Words of wisdom. <laughs> Words of wisdom there from almost 16-year-old Zach. Yes. <laughs> almost. <laughs> See, it's right around the corner. It's coming quick. Yep. Well, uh, before we quick, I do want to ask one more question. How, um, how has this partnership worked for other worship leaders and, mm-hmm. you know, with looking to bring up the next generation? What, what are some practical things you guys have done to build a relationship so that you could be in a position to mentor and raise up another generation? All right, Zach, you better say, say good things. Um, I gave him 20 bucks before we, uh, <laughs> before we started. So this is where the money comes in. So he's play. got the money and he's yeah. losing it as he says <laughs> stupid things throughout the podcast. Right. <laughs> Give me another 10. I'll say how great you are. <laughs> um, I, to be honest, I don't really know if we have enough. Um, I, I feel like I've um, done a pretty good job of um, helping other people on, on our worship team to grow more towards um, God and what worship means. And um, I know that Kevin has totally too. Um, even with me on the worship team with, um, we've been doing like our dig deep time after every practice that we do where we'll just go over song lyrics and talk about what they mean, or we'll just, um, talk about like something that we're glad God did for us anytime, whatever it is. Uh, it definitely does help us to dig deeper, uh, in our relationship with God and, um, it's a skill that I wish I had and I'm working towards having with the youth. And so actually uh, I'd say that we are uh, raising up the, the next generation, maybe not together, maybe in our separate times we are, I don't know, but um, I'd like to know what kind of things we could do as a team to be able to um, raise up that next generation. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. So, and and just to clarify, so you're talking about the work that you do, like with the middle school group, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And and some of those, you know, thirteen, fourteen right. year olds that that you're working with on the middle school team, mm-hmm. and and then I think for me, like I do a lot of work with the high school students, yeah. you know. So I'm not working so much with the middle schoolers, uh, you know, you and Sam and Timothy and and uh, you know a lot of those other high school students right. that we worked on. So, um, you know, but I I think the exciting thing is is um. You know, there there is definitely a sense uh, of intentionality where, uh, you know, a, a lot of the high school students that are on worship team, I'm working with them, and then you know, literally in a way, like like Zach is kind of carrying the torch on that middle school end and and doing stuff with uh, some of the the really younger you know kids. So um, on that lesser, you know, on that on that younger side of it, um, so you know, we're actually covering a, a pretty big mm-hmm. a pretty big spread. So. And for me, like right then and there, or in and of itself, that is is I, I think a really cool and unique uh, partnership mm-hmm. of of raising up generations because 
you know, um, what ends up happening is these middle school students that Zach uh, works with on Wednesday nights, you know, uh, uh, some of them end up coming to my teams on Sunday mornings, mm-hmm. and I'm working with them. Um, but, you know, um, and so I think there's a, a great kind of handoff, a great trade-off yeah. that happens there. Yeah, that sounds cool. So kind of what it sounds like, I mean, let's see if I'm hearing it correctly, like, so you're working with students who are leading worship for the middle school, <laughs> and then you're working with students who are leading worship for the high school, but then you're working with Zach, who's leading the middle school band, and then so it all kind of ends up, you know, funneling into each other. So you're you're working with students who are coming up into high school, and then maybe coming in into Sunday, and then it's all kind of working. You kind of put it all together sometimes on Sunday mornings. Yeah, and and we have you know um I mean, we have a number of of uh, people on the Sunday teams that have um played Wednesdays yep. uh for the youth and and I mean it's it's fun cuz a lot of a lot of the the kids that were um you know when I first came that were in high school uh have now kind of gone through college I mean you know like Rachel uh mm-hmm. formerly Pilger now she's married Rachel Draper um you know uh is a great example uh Sana David uh you know some of these people that were in high school uh, and they've continued on at Laurelwood. And so it's great to see that, you know, and that's, uh, you know, obviously not everyone stays because people leave for, you know, one reason or another. But uh, the the idea is to keep, you know, keep engaged that that aspect of, of working and mentoring and and kind of helping people on their on their spiritual and musical journey. Oh, that's that's something you don't experience at a church if you don't stick around. Yeah. Right, yeah. Like you've you been ha- there for nine years. Yeah, you have to so, stick around to make that happen. Totally. You, know, you you have relationships with someone who was in high school and now is an adult and married. Yeah. That doesn't happen at a lot of churches because a lot of worship leaders just, you know, come for a year or two, maybe three, and then move on. And, yeah. Uh, that's, I don't think that's what we're called to as as, as shepherds, worship shepherds, worship pastors. To, I think it's long haul kind of stuff. And so, so it's great to hear that idea of, middle schoolers working all the way through with both of you guys up through high school and playing and, and doing the multi-generational stuff on Sunday. Very kingdom, kingdom sounding. That's cool. That's all the time we have. Actually went over time. Might've heard my alarm tried to, I didn't realize it had a sound set. I thought it was just going to buzz, <laughs> but it didn't. So um, but anyway, that's all the time we have for this episode. 161 in the can. You can get in touch with us online. Worshipministrycatalyst.com. Facebook.com slash worship ministry catalyst, twitter.com slash WM catalyst. You can send an email to David at worship ministry catalyst.com or Kevin at worship ministry catalyst.com or oh, oh. <laughs> no email. Email, what is email? What is email? Yeah, <laughs> we don't use email anymore. <laughs> Who does email? Facebook, what's Facebook? <laughs> we don't use Facebook. Yeah, I, I, I still use Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, we had MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> we did. MySpace was the thing for a while. Man. We'll, we'll have to, on the next episode, yeah. uh, have Zach share his experience with trying to get on MySpace. <laughs> it, it was, it was uh, pretty comical. Um, and then, as always, we appreciate you leaving reviews on iTunes and uh, letting people know your listening experience. And uh, even if you don't like us, don't leave a review. <laughs> <laughs> Try to say, yeah, that's 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 the rule. That's how it works. So, that's all the time we have. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Twitter.com slash WM Catalyst.
facebook.com slash worship ministry catalyst 